And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Mating Habits of the Modern AI Podcast. Get advice on love and dating within your own network. Previously on Cautious Optimism. Everybody freeze. What's going on here? Take these two, indicating the actual maintenance employees (laughs) down to security. We're going to have to talk to them and interrogate them. I think we should move quickly because I don't think that ruse is going to hold very long. Can we just lock them in? I have my dolly. I can just weld the door shut. What sort of lock is it? It is an electronic lock. We need Hank's electric lock picks. There is a Matorb unconscious in the pod. I need to get him back to the ship. Go. The door doesn't open immediately. The numbers start to fill in automatically, and the computer is asking you for the next three numbers. Forget it. We don't want to get caught on this thing. All of you meet back in the medical bay of the ship. The Matorb is there. His vitals seem to be getting stronger. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine-foot-tall, four-armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but, like, I'm famous. A species capable of psionic power. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. So. We're going to go wake up this Matorb, find out his story. I think that's a good idea. Is that okay with the GM? <laughs> <laughs> are we concerned that anybody might be coming and looking for, like, are we certain that nobody has trailed us back to the ship? We're not in any kind of imminent trouble with the authorities on the station? Well, not until now. <laughs> she brought it up. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we are, but I figured it would be best to talk to this guy first before we take off. We were pretty well disguised, and we were so separated that it wasn't like they can go, oh, well, there's a Matorb, a cat person, and two humans, and obviously they're the people we're looking for because we were all kind of doing our own thing. Right, right. They didn't see us together necessarily. Okay. To the med bay. Yeah, let's go to the med bay. I'd like you to make a doctoring, medicine-y type skill roll to, to try to wake him up. Yana can give a plus to that. Oh. She'll just stand behind you guys and, like, hum. <laughs> <laughs> I got a six out of four, uh, 14, I think. Yes. So that's a success by 12. No, that can't be right. I'm sorry. By eight, not 12. 12 would be way too much. Eight is still incredibly good so 
You expertly scan his vitals and determine the precise amount of stimulant required to rouse him from his cryo slumber. And within a couple of minutes, he starts opening his eyes and kind of blinking him and looking around. And where, where am I? Who are you? My name's Dr. Kyan Brunn, and you are on a ship called the Cautious Optimism, and we have just gotten you out of a not-so-good situation. What, uh, what happened to the... What happened to the... I, I was assaulted. I was, I was... What happened to the guys that attacked me? They're still around, but they don't know that we have you, at least not yet. He starts to sit up, and he struggles with that a little, and he looks around and says... Oh, thank, thank you. The last thing I remember, I was attacked by these guys. I didn't know if they wanted to mug me or, and they drugged, they hit, they, they did something. They drugged me or something and I, I passed out. I remember waking up a few times in a different thick bay on a, a different spaceship or space station or something. And then I always went right back to sleep. Oh my goodness. I have a terrible headache, Doc. Kind of give him something to kind of ease the pain and maybe ask Rico to uh, bring over some coffee. Yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> where were you when you were attacked? Which planet were you on? It's on the mining colony on Gardor. Do we know where that is? You've never heard of Gardor. <laughs> Shipcom. Beep, beep, boop. Uh, Shipcom, can you identify this mining colony? How far away is it? Gardor is outside of the League of Planets. It is roughly a week's travel from where we are beyond the League of Planets borders. Yeah, I got as far away from the League as I as I could. I didn't want to be brought back. And he looks at Kyan and he says, you know what I mean. I do. I've run into the same situation as well. It's not good. Um. Well, I, I guess it might... Uh... Help you to know that we're currently at Zygon Station. They were heading towards home then. You guys intercepted them? You got, did you, you rescued me? Uh, that's a bit of a long story. I'm going to go and uh, make that coffee. Yeah, we got a tip that you were being held on the ship, and we had other reasons to be investigating the ship, but I've been lucky enough to find a group of people that won't tolerate the problems that we've been having with the Batram people. Oh, you guys are police? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> You're mercenaries, then. I've been called worse. <laughs> we're actually just people who... We're, we're freelance cargo movers. Yeah, and so we just find ourselves occasionally... Um, Needing to do things outside of the norm to get by. I think mercenaries is probably a perfectly accurate description, but the captain doesn't like it for some reason. I just, yeah, we're, we're yeah, we're basically, we're good. We're mercenaries with hearts of gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we believe in most liberation fronts. So we are for the uh, freedom and humane treatment of the mature people, obviously. They're the good guys. Exactly. They, see, I think we're not going to use mercenaries. We're the good guys. We're the good guys. Okay, I shall uh, remember that for future use. You were on the ship that was being held by some guild higher-ups. Have you had any previous dealings with the guild? Do you know who they are? 
I, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Do you remember anything specific or noteworthy about your interactions with the people who accosted you and, and took you captive, especially the, the captain in particular? The people who accosted me were mostly humans. They were wearing body armor. They had these clubs that they electrocuted you when when they struck you. And I don't remember a captain. I just remember them. They must have been targeting me specifically, though, because they knew right where to, to ambush me on my way home from from the mines. They were waiting for me. More about that. Why do you think they targeted you specifically? Were you the only Mator working in the mines? Or is there something more about you? It was the only Mator. Oh. It was the only Mator there. And I probably stayed longer than I should have. There is one guy there. I don't know what species he was. He was furry, gray fur, pointy teeth. I don't know what he was, but I caught him staring at me one night and it creeped me the heck out. I should have just packed up and left then. But you know how it is. I had a job that was okay, a place, and I didn't want to abandon it all again. I look over at Kyan. So we're assuming this is just a typical bounty hunt? Yeah, and it sounds like because it was outside of the League territory, they have more than just Bratom people conducting the hunts. That's problematic. Well, this has all been lovely, and I'm hoping that you'll enjoy your stay on the Cautious Optimism. But we probably need to figure out if we're going to beat feet and get out of here, or if we're going to try to go back and get that treasure. (laughs) We've got some decisions to make. Are Are you guys heading deeper into the league or away from it? No, we were headed away. If you don't mind, I'd love to stay on board till we find some place I could, you know, debark and <laughs> set up a new life for myself somewhere else. Oh, of course, sure. Wonderful. I don't know how I can repay you. He he digs into his pockets. I don't seem to have any of my stuff anymore. And remember, we're the good guys. You don't have to pay us. <laughs> That's great. So, a crew meeting. Mm-hmm. Where's everybody at? We still have an opportunity here on the station. I'm assuming that that ship hasn't left yet. Do we play it safe? Get out of town? I mean, I can't imagine the ship is terribly uh, easy to get to now. You did uh, weld that guy into the engine room. Forgot about that. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be okay. He has the proper tools to get out. Do some of our crew members not have further business with uh, somebody else who's on the station? Yeah, we've still got to go and get trained in our... He, he puts hands up near his head. Psychic abilities. <laughs> well, we do have the ability to stay on that secret floor. We have a place we could sort of hold out while you guys do that. What's going to happen to the ship, though? I'm worried that if they trace it back to the ship... We're going to have problems. I mean, I don't think we're on the radar yet, but it's only a matter of time. I mean, if they start scanning for all of the ships where Matorbs have ended up, there aren't that many of you. Mm-mm. Okay, I have a plan. Everyone get worried. No, so <laughs> <laughs> how about if I ask Johnny Lee to take the cautious optimism and leave us here and for him to go hide it in the shipwreck meteor belt that is circling the station? 
while we go to the psychic place. How certain are you he's not just going to steal the ship, Captain? I'm never 100% certain on anything. <laughs> but maybe we could ask our new Matorp friend to keep an eye out and make sure he stays. Well, then we'd rely on two people that we've never met before. <laughs> well, there's Shipcom. Shipcom's there. I was there. just going to say, Shipcom might be able to just, like, turn everything off if he tries to get away. Right, we can set in parameters. Shipcom's not going to let somebody steal our ship. That sounds like a pretty risky plan to me. Hank, what do you think? I think it's quite risky as well, but at the same time, if we think there's a possibility that it can be tracked back to the ship, then the ship needs not to be here. And I find as we're traveling around together, it's great if we're all in the same place and the people that just joined or that we don't care about are the ones that take the ship off (laughs) 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 to hide it so that we don't ever have to be apart again. I mean, it's risky, but everything's risky. Appreciate that sentiment, Captain. I'm just a bit nervous about leaving our main means of escaping the station. One, away from the station, and two, in the hands of people that we don't know very well. You're not looking forward to all of us umbilically cord snapped together, jumping through space as the ship flies by and picks us up? You're not looking (laughs) forward to that eventual outcome? Because I am. Um. That does remind me of some old Earth movie I think I've seen, Captain. Yeah, yeah. Humans are very strange. (laughs) Predictable. Yeah, I just, it's just a thought. I'll hear other thoughts. Well, one thing I'd like to maybe consider is I don't know that I want that ship going anywhere anytime soon. I want them to be taken out of commission for as long as possible because it's not going to stop with one Matorb. Well, now you're speaking my language. So what are you you thinking? Right. Well, I mean, we're outside of League of Planets jurisdiction, so we can't even lean on them for any help with this. I don't think we are yet. I think we're still inside the League. We haven't reached Galaganor yet. Mm -mm. Yeah, we're still inside the League, I think. I thought the space station was outside the League. You're inside the League's borders, but... Only just. Because there's no there's no strong federal government, uh, it's, it's mostly up to the individual planets. And the space station is in deep space. It's not actually in a planet's jurisdiction, which puts it in a gray area where it is kind of outside of all the laws. That's one of the reasons drugs are legal here, and it's such a popular port of call for nefarious people. Sorry, I was just looking back at my notes to see what I'd written about the station. And I noticed that I've got a note here that says jellyfish equal toenail, which we'd obviously also forgotten about. But I've also got a note that says, don't forget we have a hydroponics bay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Who knew hydroponics bays were so forgettable? (laughs) A plus for note taking. You had it all along. (laughs) Yeah. I just apparently can't remember it for more than five minutes. These are notes that I'm looking at. We're dated the 7th of August. Ah, uh, well. So there you go. We've been in Zygon Station for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> like Babylon 5, we've always been here. We've always been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe this is not going to be a base-faring thing anymore. Maybe we're just going to take over the space station and set up uh, a la Babylon 5. It'll be fine. Oh, well, yeah. There you go. Okay, well, so let's change the plan slightly. I think that if we're going to take out the other ship, they need to at least believe that the cautious optimism has left the station. We get Johnny Lee and our new Matorb friend. Did he tell us his name? No, we didn't ask his name either. That was quite We're funny. horrible people. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't introduce ourselves. No. <laughs> 
That's just American. The camera pans over to Liliana. She's just walking up to the Mator with like this plate of cookies. And so what's your name? Hi, I'm new here too. Hi, I'm Tyboon. Did they rescue you too? I don't really know. <laughs> oh, Liliana. <laughs> <laughs> That's very weird. Yeah, I don't know. They just asked me to come with them and I just did. I don't know. No, maybe that was a mark. Do you think they're somehow mind controlling? Oh, no, no. That's what I do. What? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the cookies. You're welcome. And she just like skips away. He's very cautiously nibbling on the cookie as he looks around at everything. Yeah, I don't understand why a kidnapped victim would be suspicious of people that he doesn't know, just <laughs> randomly allowing him to stay in their place. Effectively, we've also kidnapped him. Yes. <laughs> he did not consent to come on our ship. We just are not holding him there, but I don't know if we've told him that or not. Okay, so I'm still with the same plan as far as getting the ship and making it look like we've left, because we have a safe place to stay and remain on the station undetected. And that might be a way for us to disable the ship and disable the bad guy ship and take them all out, metaphorically. Or literally. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered about that, like, metaphorically. I don't have to kill everyone I meet. (laughs) I'm not a bad person. I think that it's as good of a plan as any, because at this point, we need to A, protect the ship. We need to B, protect each other, including our new Matorb friend. And my personal preference is that we make it as difficult as possible for these people to continue doing what they're doing. Well, one way to do that without murder is to blow up their ship, disable their ship, mm-hmm. which we very well could do in trying to fix it. So Us Break things? Never. Me? <laughs> it's well within our wheelhouse. <laughs> so how about this? How about we send cautious optimism off? We sneak off to the secret floor, work on our plan while you guys are learning how to move things with your mind and read other people's minds and do a bunch of scary stuff. Works for me. Uh, well, you're the captain. How much of this are we telling Johnny Lee? And so far. Yeah, we haven't told him anything so far, but I'm going to tell him we're going to also try to get that treasure and he can have a cut of it. Didn't he want the treasure? Yeah. And he'll get a cut of it. If he wanted it all, he could have gone and gotten it. It's not how this works. We're gonna. But didn't we lock him on the ship to stop him coming with us? Yeah, and now we're gonna put him in space and stop him coming with us. He's a vital part of this plan. (laughs) I just think it's possible that he might not be very pleased having been locked in the ship and told he couldn't join us whilst we went. Oh no, I think he'll be fine with that. I can get us out of that situation. But I think he'd much rather have ten percent of the treasure than none of it. Well, the key to uh, this kind of situation is not giving percentages ahead of time. No, of course. I'm not going to tell him any of that. I'm just going to go say, we're going to go get your treasure. That's all he'll need. And you can't leave us because if you leave us, you won't get any of the treasure. (laughs) It's a great motivation to not leave us. Yeah, I don't think he'll leave us. And we've got ship comments to back up and our new friend that we've just made and helped out, who hopefully won't mind sitting on the ship for a little while. All right? I'm good. Okay. It's a sound plan, Captain. I mean, you're the captain. So, God, were you listening to all that? What are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> me? The GM? Hello. Hello. Hello, God. It's me, Rory. <laughs> I mean, you guys came up with the plan. I heard that. Johnny Lee is totally the kind of guy to go with a plan without any deviation whatsoever. 
I'm sure it will be amazing. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. As you can hear, our audio issues continue this week. We were using Discord, and it made us sound a little tinny. Also, Kelly wasn't at her usual recording spot because she was recording from my family room because she was out visiting me back when we recorded this. So yeah, we will be bouncing back and forth between Zencaster and Discord recordings over the next few months, so please bear with us. I'll clean everything up the best I can, but I don't want you to think we're not aware that there are some audio issues in the next few episodes. On a completely different note, we got an email. Jeremy said, I am probably a little late on this, but listening to episode 18, I thought I would kindly mention how talents work. Talents are advantages that add a bonus to a set of skills based on the level learned. So if your skill in engineer based on points is, say, at IQ plus one, and your IQ being 12, it's 13. With four levels of artificer, it's now 17. Talents can be a powerful skill boost, but also appreciate the not quite sure, let's make a ruling and move on response too. Keep having fun and may all the players roll low. Thanks, Jeremy, and welcome to the show. I think we clear that up a little later in later episodes, but keep those notes coming because we're always learning more things about this game and we love to hear what we're doing wrong so we can fix it. And thank you for reaching out. We love us some emails. You too can get a hold of us via email at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at asthedicerollrp, on Instagram at asthedicerole, or chat with us in real time by heading to our Slack, which you can find by going to the Contact Us tab on the network website at geek2geekmedia.com. And while you're there, you can also join our Geek2Geek Media Discord server. Now, when our crew is not flying around space rescuing four-armed prisoners from cryptopods, You can find them podcasting about all sorts of geeky things. Todd is on this week's episode of Kelly's podcast, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. You can also find Todd and Lindsay on their podcast, Nerdbird Review. And Todd is also on Farming Simulated with Bama. On my podcast, Geektitude, we are doing a rewatch of the X-Men franchise movies. Our last episode was on X2, X-Men United. And we tackle X-Men Last Stand next week. And of course, you can find Raven on her podcast, Girls Gone Wow. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here next Friday, February 25th, with the next episode of What Is Not, and then again on March 4th with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see if the crew can get Johnny to follow some basic directions right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. I don't have my notes because I'm vacationing in Palm Springs.
what was the guy's name? The captain of the other ship? Tall what? Toldemar. Toldemar. Toldemar, yes. Of the the flyheart. No, the No. Um, let's forget that ship name ever existed. <laughs> no, this is the hired gun. The hired yes, gun. The hired gun. I'm going to assume that because he's going to come back to his ship, I know that they were getting ready, it looked like they were getting ready to leave. But when he finds his engineer or whoever, his crewmate welded into the room he was in, that perhaps that has paused them somewhat. <laughs> Giving us a little bit more time as they try to figure out what just happened. And they go to check security cameras that show nothing. Right? I mean, we hope so. I mean, probably. Who knows? <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. I just wanted to put that on the record. I just wanted to have that there that that's my thinking. So I, I'm going to go have a conversation with Johnny Lee. And I guess the rest of us are going to sort of pick up a few bits and pieces and get ready to be off the ship for a while. Yeah. And Kion, you should probably go talk to the Matorb and like assure him somehow that this is all completely fine. Yeah, absolutely. We're all fine here. Okay. <laughs> oh, so I asked Kion, Kion, is there, how am I going to wake up Johnny Lee? You didn't knock him out, did you? He was watching Netflix in his in his quarters. Yeah, no, he's been watching Netflix. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No problem. We're good. I mean, we locked him in, but we didn't knock him out. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Okay, so as you get to his quarters and Shipcom opens the door for you, you find Johnny Lee sitting on an old crate watching a computer screen. And it looks like he's watching some strange alien movie that you've never seen before. And he has a bowl full of cherry tomatoes. And he looks up and he says, these are delicious, by the way. I can't believe you grew them on your spaceship. I know, right? They're very tasty. Fantastic. They're way better than the gruel that I ate on my ship. Well, talking about ships, great segue there. We're so close to getting that treasure, Johnny Lee, but I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need you to be the crucial crux of our plan. Are you ready for that? I am. He sets the bowl down. He gets up. He says, give me a gun and let's go. I'm ready. No, see, here's the thing. And I did think about that. That is the backup plan. So just keep that idea. We don't have a gun for you yet. We're still looking. But what I want you to do is I want you to take the cautious optimism and fly it into that derelict graveyard of ships to hide it. Because we need to convince the crew of the hired gun that we've left while we're going to remain on the space station and get up to shenanigans and get, get that gold, get that treasure. So I'm going to be captaining the cautious optimism. You're going to be temporarily piloting the cautious optimism simply because the crew won't be on it. You can't technically captain a ship that doesn't have a crew and all the crew will be off of it. So I, you know, not. I'll be the only person on the ship. Okay. Well, there is going to be one passenger potentially who is the person who we rescued. Be his captain. No, he's not a crewman. Oh. I don't have time to get into the whole like naval semantics, but it's important that you know that you're just piloting the cautious optimism for right now. Okay. And I am going to be taking the cautious optimism to hide in the debris field orbiting the station. Right. With my passenger. Yes. Okay. Yes. Does the cautious optimism have any weapons? Not plural. Okay. It has a weapon. But here's the thing. There is a pretty high probability that if you fire, because it's we've got to fix it. If you fire that weapon, you'll blow the ship up. So it's really not even a last resort. It's kind of just don't shoot it, please. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like old Peter's ship, all right. Yeah, I know. We're trying to get better. But anyway, if you could just do that and then wait for our signal 
and then we'll figure out how, you know, you can come pick us up. Then we will divvy up the treasure and go home rich and famous and the good guys. How does that sound? Aurora, I really appreciate the confidence you're putting in me, especially after what happened on my last ship. I promise you I'm going to do an A-plus job piloting the cautious optimism. I've spent so much time on this ship. I'm very comfortable with it. I know it inside and out. This is going to be great. It's going to be like old times. Fantastic. So why don't you go on up to the cockpit and sit in the chair and wait for my signal that we're all off the ship and safely hidden. Did you hear that, you stupid bag of bolts? Don't lock me in the room anymore. Were you locked in the room? Beep, beep, boop. I was simply restricting his access as requested. I allowed you to go to the bathroom and the hydroponics bay for sustenance. Shipcom. He wouldn't <laughs> let me go to the bridge. That's Shipcom. I'm going to talk to him. You know, you never want to reprimand members of your crew in, in front of others. I'm going to talk to him off the ship. So Shipcom, communicate with me when I'm off the ship, please. But yeah, you go on up to the cockpit and just wait for my signal. All right. He sets down his bowl of tomatoes and he says, I'm on my way. And he walks out the door confidently. So whenever I feel like he can't hear me anymore, I will wait until that point. I call Shipcom. Beep, beep, boop. Okay, Shipcom, this is the moment you've been waiting for. We are going to put him in cryostasis. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) It's on the bottom of the list of the things that we got to do first. We got to do a lot of stuff first, though, Shipcom. And I'm going to need you to basically fly this ship and make sure that he thinks he's flying it. But I need you to fly the ship and you to be in control until I get back. Do you think you can do that? My ability to pilot the ship is somewhat limited, but... I don't need you to pilot it. I need you to keep it from running into stuff. Help him course correct. I will do the best that I can, Captain. For clarification, I was correct in limiting his access before, right? Yeah. Okay. But I can't teach you to lie, Shipcom. If I teach you to lie, then, you know, it's going to be, we'll probably end up dating. It's going to be bad. Listen, I (laughs) need you. I know how to lie. I am an expert liar. Watch. This ship is top of the line. It is the best ship in the galaxy. I'm very happy to be built into it. I'm impressed. Okay. Well, good. So we're lying to him. We're trying to just keep him from destroying the ship. But what I've asked him to do is to to go and take the ship and to hide it in the debris field until we call and I call you and say, come get us at whatever location we're going to need to be picked up. Because we're going to be on the station getting up to shenanigans. Confirmed. Okay. Also, don't let him steal it. Here's the other thing. If he takes the ship past the debris field, shut the whole thing down. Confirmed. Except for life support. Keep life support on. But just don't let him steal it. That would be even more helpful. I figure he can fly it up into the debris field. But just, you know, you're on the ship. You talked about preserving your life and, you know, creating children and that whole thing. You've got a sense of self. Don't let him blow you up. Yes, I will certainly do this. Fantastic. Okay, so wait for my signal. What is the status of our newest Mator passenger? Am I to restrict his access? Am I to lie to him? How is he to be treated? <laughs> he is to be treated as a guest. He has been through a, an ordeal. We are going to drop him off at a planet at some point later on, but he's to be left alone unless he starts to commit some sort of heinous crimes on the ship. Confirmed. He's a guest. He's to be treated like a guest. So if he asks questions, they answer. He shouldn't be restricted. He'll be fine. Aye, aye, Captain. 
All right. He's come such a long way. <laughs> I know. Good old ship calm. So, Kyan, do you want to tell the Mator what's going on? I just feel like he'll trust you more. Yeah, so I think as she was talking to Chipcom, he went back to the sick bay and uh, he said, Hey, friend, I didn't catch your name earlier. I'm Tyboon. Tyboon? Well, Tyboon, we have a couple things that we need to get done on the space station because we don't like the fact that this guy and his crew assaulted you and we don't want him assaulting anybody else. Absolutely. Here, let me finish my coffee and. I'd love to rough this guy up with you all. I very much appreciate that. But actually, what we could use you to do is stay here so that we have people that can come get us when we need it. Because we need to get this ship off the station. Otherwise, they're going to know we're still here and we're going to have trouble getting out of here in one piece. So the plan is, is you guys are going to hang out in the debris field and wait for us to do what we need to do and enjoy. Exactly. Is you guys, me and are you staying? Who's staying? I am not staying, but we have a, it's a creepy girl staying with the cookies. <laughs> no, <laughs> she'll be coming with us. Uh, no, the only two people, well, I guess the only person that will be here is a gentleman who will be piloting the ship. And then we do have an AI computer system that can help you out with anything you need while we are gone. His name's Shipcom. He's a little eccentric, but he's good programming. I want to say good people, but that wouldn't be accurate. Beep, beep, boop. Hello, I am Shipcom. It is a pleasure to meet you. I have been instructed to treat you as a guest, so I will give you full access to our Netflix account. Um, great. <laughs> it's his old profile and everything. <laughs> so is that cool with you? You know, we don't want you to have to feel like you're getting in the mix of things. You are a guest, and as soon as we can get you to a place where you are interested in setting up until then you are a guest on the ship and we are happy to have you uh sure it's it's a lot to take in um but yeah okay i'll be on the ship we'll fly out of the station and we'll wait to pick you up later i i can handle that excellent excellent and if you have any questions or anything before we take off let me know i'm happy to help how did you join up with this odd group of people? Well, I was on a planet called Falcon Rock trying to make use of my license as a doctor. And many people did not think because I was a mature that I was actually a doctor. But these fine people decided that they were going to give me a chance. And so I have been keeping them as unblown up as possible. <laughs> Since since we have left port. You went to doctor school, huh? As far as I know, I'm the first and possibly only Mator that has graduated from the League of Planets University with a degree in medicine. He reaches out both of his right hands and kind of pats you on the back with the two of them and says, hey, good on you, man. Good on you. I think Kyan gets a little bit emotional, but he tries to hold it together. And with that, he gets down off of the gurney that he was laying on, and he says, I guess I should go 
meet the other guy that's uh, going to be captaining the ship, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's he's a little eccentric, but he's probably okay. <laughs> you said that about the AI too is just is just everybody you know eccentric. Yes. Well, you you met you met the woman with the cookies. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, I guess y'all would have to be a little eccentric to run around the galaxy rescuing rescuing people like me. So excellent. I feel like we've made ourselves out to be a lot more <laughs> a lot more Robin Hood than we actually are. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> Go with it. This is the PR we want. <laughs> with that, he turns and walks out of the sick bay, and Shipcom directs him towards the bridge where he'll meet Johnny Lee. Next time on Cautious Optimism. I don't mean any harm. I'm just trying to find this lady named Rico. Why is everyone obsessed with children's stories all the time? Are you prepared to begin your training? As ready as I think we'll ever be. There's something wrong with your ship. It's not going the direction I'm telling it to. There's a good chance that the hired gun are going to end up stealing our ship. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 